0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law social media is just giving pointless people an opinion to address a professional that is really good at what he does this guy's an mvp candidate you know people talk it ain't gonna stop you just gotta play through that and you know it's you do if damn if you do damn if you don't
1: Hey, what's cracking? Yo, what's poppin' Twitter? Welcome back to the Jim Rohn Podcast, episode 221, where today I am going one-on-one with a one-on-one master and a Naismith Hall of Famer because my guest is none other than T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. Now, back in his prime, Tracy was a walking bucket, a seven-time All-Star, a seven-time All-NBA selection, a two-time scoring champ, the 2001 NBA Most Improved Player, and before all of that, a McDonald's All-American. T-Mac, simply put, one of the best scorers in the history of the sport, and one of the toughest players to defend one-on-one, which is why it's no surprise that he has just launched a professional one-on-one league. And he still, of course, is plugged into the NBA and the postseason as well, which means we have a ton of ground to get to today. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. It is episode 221 of the Jim Rohn podcast with Hall of Famer Tracy McGrady, and it's coming at you right now. Tracy, so it's been a moment or two or even more since you and I have had a chance to chop it up. It is great to have you on this podcast, Tracy. What's up? How are you?
0: Jim, it's been a while, friend. Uh, All is well, man. I'm blessed. I can't complain. Life
1: is good, brother. Good, dude, good. It is so good to hear your voice. It has been a moment or two. So you're keeping really busy, Tracy, among other things, you have created the Ones Basketball League. For those who do not know, exactly what is that and where did you get the inspiration for it?
0: So Ones Basketball League, OBL, is a one-on-one basketball league uh, that I've started. I came up with it back in August. Um, just listening to the kids, I have an AAU program, and I have two sons of my own that are 16 and 13. And I, I've just noticed that my young, my boys don't watch NBA basketball, NCAA basketball. They always watch YouTube highlights, and just bringing me, you know, highlights from YouTube with guys playing pickup basketball. And these guys travel from. You know city to city just playing pickup and i was wondering why they were so interested in that and not the nba and it was just the the insight, the excitement and the the competition uh that these guys played with it was it starts out like four and four basketball then two guys get to you know join at each other and it gets to one-on-one basketball and my sons they, they just found that intriguing and you know, it, it captured their attention because it's short form content. They don't have to sit there for two and a half hours to watch the, the, a one game. Um, and, you know, I've always in these, you know, AU arenas get asked about one-on-one basketball. You know, who's better, you or Kobe, you or KD, who will win in a game of one-on-one? I always get that. And even on social media, these, these pages post, you know, who's the best one-on-one player. Um, So that gave me an idea to start OBL, but also I know personally, there's a lot of untapped talent that are out here, not playing in the NBA, not playing overseas. Guys that just love the game of basketball can play at an elite level. And honestly, Jim, these guys can go point for point for your elite NBA guys. That's how good some of this talent is out here. And I'm I'm making this platform for those type of guys, and uh, really just model it after what UFC did for their fighters. I didn't know who any of these guys were before they got on a UFC platform. Now they're making stars, and the same is what I want to do for one-on-one basketball. I want to create stars.
1: All right, so Tracy, to me, there, there's so much in that response that is so interesting. I love the fact that you've got a couple of sons, and they're like. They're Tracy McGrady's kids, but they're not about the association. And we all know why, right? I've got a 17-year-old. I've got a 21-year-old. They don't have the attention span. Man, it's the TikTok generation. They want it, and they want it now. Man, they want it delivered quickly. And it's really interesting that you said that you want to make a format similar to what Dana White said with the UFC. But let me ask you about the talent itself. Where are you looking for this talent? And specifically, what are you looking for?
0: So, you may not know. There's already underground leagues for one-on-one basketball everywhere, right? You just don't hear about it because these guys, their their platform is just not big enough. All I'm doing is just creating a bigger platform to get that talent on my platform and make a name for themselves. I mean, I, I don't where are you located, Jim?
1: I'm in Southern California. I'm in Orange County.
0: So you're in Orange County, I'm sure close by where you are there are some underground one-on-one leagues that are going on that you don't know about. They're everywhere. I'm just providing a bigger platform to make a name for these guys and create some stars.
1: All right. So where are the games played? What's the format?
0: So we have um, seven cities that we're going to and each city we, we invite 32 players, right? So those 32 players on Saturday will play seven games. And if you don't know anything about one-on-one basketball, you can get tired really quick. So that's why I cut, you're not playing to 11, you're not playing to 21, It's, it's short games, but you're playing seven games on Saturday, every player, right? So by the time we get through Saturday, we get to eight players. Those eight players then will play on Sunday for the championship right? Is single elimination. And from there, the top guy that wins that region will win $10,000. The top three guys then will get the automatic invite to Las Vegas for the championship. And in July to play for $250,000. So we'll have our 21 players. Once we go through our seven cities, and then those guys will then play for the $250,000. We go back into our data and we'll have a create a ranking system. So now we can have our top 50 guys ranked for the OBL for the second season.
1: Tell you what, I like it. I like the format. I like the process. And Tracy, to your point, that like whenever you're in gyms, people are always saying, Yeah, well, who would take who one-on-one? It'd be how would you do against Kobe? How would you do against KG? I mean, what about that? Like, if you had to single out one guy, who was the toughest player you ever had to go up against one-on-one? Who would that be?
0: Well, I think the best player in my era was Kobe. I mean, he he was, you know, that guy that had the one-on-one type of um you know, basketball style. That's what he thrived off of. That's that's what he did. Uh, being 6'6", having a killer mentality, having an array of moves, footwork, just highly skilled. Um, he will be one that I will put up there, but along with other guys. I mean, you Vince Carter, even Paul Pierce would be a tough one-on-one player. And Allen Iverson. But in today's game, I look at like James Harden and, and KD and the most deadly one probably probably of them all is Kyrie.
1: That's really interesting. What about when you see, Tracy, when you see James Harden right now, what do you see? Do you see a guy that, I mean, at his best, in his prime, this guy was unguardable, but is he still that guy in your mind or has he lost a step?
0: He's definitely lost a step. I think he's still really good. He's not your 30 and 10 guy or he's not that guy that's going to get you 40 or 50, but James Harden is still good. Yeah, he lost a step. I mean, you got to think. The guy had a hell of a run here in Houston for eight straight years to where he was playing unbelievable basketball. And, you know, that probably took a toll on him. He goes to Brooklyn for a couple years, didn't quite work out. And now we just really seeing James Harden on the back end. I mean, it it happens. Everybody can't be LeBron James in 19 years and averaging 30 points. So (laughs) James is still pretty good, can have, you know, explosive nights here and there. We're not going to see it that that often like we did, but he still can be the starting point guard and be a great facilitator on a championship team.
1: Yeah, baby. Love that sound. Love that sound so much. You know why? It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is so amazing. It gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Listen, scaling your business is is a journey of endless possibility. Entrepreneurs know this. I think about where we were when we started and where we are right now, and I know this. It is a journey. A journey where success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. And Shopify knows this better than anybody because they power over millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. So reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify, Find out for yourself. Give it a shot. Go to Shopify.com slash Rome. All lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, try it yourself for 14 days. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash Rome right now. Shopify.com slash R O M E. All right Trace, you mentioned Kobe you you and Kobe were actually very very tight is what's your favorite Kobe story that you can or are willing to share right here because you know I spent some time with Kobe when he was here in Orange County he lived in Newport Beach and everybody's got a Kobe story you probably have a million of them but what's your favorite Kobe story that you can share
0: I think my favorite one is um just how you know focused and just how great he wanted to become. Uh, when I was 18 years old, I think Kobe was 19, and you know, I, I, I stayed at I stayed at his house with him and his parents, and to be around Kobe and 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 see what you know uh, what he was locked into, and that was just it was it was the off season, so he was all about how can I become great. What can I do to be better today and tomorrow? And this guy, all he did was watch like karate flicks. He watched uh, Michael Jordan, all his home movies, like come fly with me and playground. He watched that religiously. He even watched like the animal planet, like trying to figure out why does a lion attack its prey? Like he was that type of thinker. And I was me eighteen, I'm fresh out of the hood. I don't know none of this stuff, man. I'm trying to figure out why is this guy so weird.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> and, and he was—he was just, you know, I, I've learned a lot from him in terms of, you know, his mentality and and what motivated him and and things that you know he learned to to light a fire under him and how he could get an edge on his opponent. I mean, it's very, very, you know, interesting and and amazing. To uh, be a part of somebody at such a young age that had that type of mindset, dude,
1: that's amazing the way you lay that out, Tracy. Do you have? I'm mean, just to follow up on that really quickly. It's not like that was his way out. That's not like he had to get out because he had a family to support. I mean, he came from a family that had money. He came from yeah. a really nice upbringing. So where where did that ferocity, man, that just that mamba mentality, was he wired yes. for it, or where did that come from?
0: Some guys is just built like that, Jim. I don't know. Like, it's not like he had a struggle. Like I came from a struggle, a real struggle, struggle. Like Kobe didn't come from that. He'd been around pro basketball his whole life. You know what I mean? I just think it was just a gift that he inherited being around pro basketball, that he wanted to be great. He tapped into something that, you know, that drove him, that he looked forward to waking up every day and, You know, he, I I mean, I I don't know where it came from, but he got it.
1: That's the truth, man. If we knew. Tracy, if we knew where it came from, we'd put it in a bottle, we'd put it in a pill, we'd sell it, we'd make a lot of money. (laughs) You know, you talked about your upbringing. You grew up in a small town in central Florida. You dominated high school ball, but somehow you didn't get the notice that you should have gotten for a guy that was going 23 and 12 and five blocks per game. You were barely in the top 200 juniors in the nation, but then you went to the ABCD camp before your senior year, and then you came out of that as a top-ranked player in the country exactly what went down at that camp, and then how were you so under the radar before?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, when you grew up in a, you know, a small town, 10,000 people, and uh, around those surrounding areas, football is the most popular sport. Um, you know, basketball kind of got overlooked at that time. And, you know, I was averaging, what, 24, 25, and 12 my junior year before I really got any type of recognition outside of Florida when I got invited to that Adidas camp. And, you know, I I tell people all the time, man, you just don't know when that opportunity is going to come knocking at your door. And, you know, you you just got to make sure you're ready for it. And thank God that I was ready for that opportunity because if I wasn't in shape, if I was I didn't have the right mindset going into that camp, I never really, really would have made it to, you know, what I had become that was my opportunity and and I look back and you know so many guys in my area that didn't get that opportunity but was extremely talented you know and and it's like why me and I had to make sure that I was ready to take on that challenge and then from that point on once I made a name for myself and became an NBA player and became an all-star that opened up doors for a lot of other guys that were in my neighborhood and some more guys got the opportunity to make it to the pros which You know, I like to say I open, you know, that door for those guys.
1: If you're a parent, you know this. Kids are amazing. Amazing and expensive. But with Fabric, protecting your family with term life insurance is surprisingly affordable and very smart. Fabric was built specifically for parents to help you manage your family's financial future like a parenting pro, stress-free. And Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. And Fabric is fully backed by Vantis Life, one of the most trusted names in life insurance since 1847, so you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that meets your family's needs and there is no risk to apply right now fabric has a 30 day money back guarantee and you can cancel at any time at all protect your family with term life insurance right now in just 10 minutes apply today at meatfabric.com/rome that's meatfabric.com/rome and start protecting your family today M E E T fabric.com slash Rome fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis life, not available in New York and Montana prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Tracy, I wonder about mindset. You mentioned mindset. So like on the way up, obviously you had to develop a certain mindset and you had to stay ready for the opportunity because you weren't sure when it was going to come. And then when it did come, you were ready for it and you crushed it. I'm curious. I mean, obviously you're still ambitious. You're getting after it. You have the OBL, there are things you want to get accomplished, but once the cheering stops, and and by the way, you're a Hall of Famer, like you had an amazing career, but once that part of your life is over and then you transition into where you are right now, what do you do with the mindset? Are you still trying to create a mindset, a dominant mindset, or do you take the foot off the brakes? How do you approach this part of your life?
0: You know, Jim, that's a great question because uh, when I did retire, it's like, Because I was I was so ejected from the game of basketball the last few years. Like, I injured my knee my 11th year, and then I went on and played four more years, you know, with uh, Atlanta, Detroit. Uh, so I, I played four more years and with the Knicks. And it was only to prove to myself that I can overcome that injury, overcome that mental block, and get back on the basketball court. I knew I wasn't going to be the same type player that was, that I was before being celebrated in every city. I knew I wasn't going to be that guy, but it was, I just wanted to see, man, can I, can I get through this microfracture surgery, get on the NBA team and, and, you know, prove that I still can play, which I did, but. I got mentally ejected and no basketball was like no longer uh, something I wanted to do. And it, it was like, you know take a break from you know the game of basketball I got into tv which was cool did that for four and a half years but then i started getting that that itch again of you know creating something wanting to build and 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 challenge myself mentally and find something that i wanted to wake up every day and and, and be happy again and like i did with the nba and obl man i, I tell you i love waking up and, and building this league, this is my new challenge. This is my new passion. And I'm I'm loving where I am right now. And this is the space I want to stay in. So, um, yeah, this, you can only be on the beach and, and and sipping on some Mai Tais or whatever you like to drink on the beach for, for for so long before, you know, you get bored with that and you want to challenge yourself. And here I am in the midst of building a, a freaking sports league.
1: Dude, that's the truth, right, Tracy? Like, you're you're way too young to be doing that on the beach full-time. Like, you need purpose, <laughs> right? We all need purpose. We need something to roll us out of bed. So it's so great that you found your mission, and now everything pulls from that. So really quickly, before you go, when you talk about, like, like you had the injury, and it kind of wore on you mentally, maybe you fell out of love with the game, you know, Tracy, what do you come out on this thing about, like, Joel Embiid, I— I love Joe. I love him. I love his game. I love this guy. Love him. But I'm going to be – look, I've done this long enough to know we don't really know you guys. I don't know what's in your head. I don't know what's in your heart. And by the way, forgive my language, social media is so fucked up sometimes. Like the people that can rush right in and say, oh, Joe read a tweet, a woge bomb, that he's not going to win the NBA MVP. Therefore, he's just not feeling it tonight. What do you make of that? You know, when you see him play a couple of really good games, get his team back in the series, and then have an off night, do you make any connection between that and that tweet? Or maybe is our guy just out there with a broken face and a thumb that's barely attached to his hand? And by the way, Miami gets after you defensively. What's your old take on that?
0: I think, you know, social media is just giving pointless people a fucking opinion to to address you know, a professional that is really good at what he does, um, and 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 this guy's a MVP candidate. He put the weight of you know the team on his shoulders, going through so much this season with all the Ben Simmons controversy, all that stuff going on, and finally we got to see who Joel Embiid is as a as a real basketball player. I got at you know, cut out all the shenanigans on social media and was locked in and focused. And he gave us, you know, one hell of a season to remember. So, I mean, it, it, you know, social media is, you know, that's the place where people can voice their opinion. And for me, Joe, he doesn't even worry about that. I mean, Miami is enough to worry about because of the defense that they're, you know, they're putting on their ass and, He's out there with a fracture. Uh, I don't know what happened to his face, but something is fractured in his face for him to be wearing that mask. And then, you know, some ligaments in his thumb. I mean, the guy is banged up and let's not talk about his knee because he I think he has a, a slight tear in his meniscus in his knee. So, you know, people talk, it ain't gonna stop. You just gotta play through that shit. And, you know, it's, you do if damn if you do damn if you don't if you don't play they're gonna kill you if you do play and you're not playing well they're gonna kill you so just go out there and and, and do your best man and you know hope for it you know to to turn your away um but i didn't see them beating miami anyway just based off of how deep miami is how tough defensively miami is and i got to tell you man jimmy butler is my favorite player to watch
1: Trace, first of all, that was a great response. I appreciate that so much. I respect that so much. That's such great advice for anybody in the league or outside the league or in life. The future will be great, but today is just as incredible. Meet Nissan's most advanced lineup. If you can't get enough adrenaline, there's the all-new 400 HP Nissan Z. Or, for your off-road adventures, check out the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. If you're more of a spontaneous road trip type of person, then hop in the Nissan Pathfinder. And, for something more electric, there's the stylish Nissan Aria. So, let's enjoy the ride. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability this spring for 2023 Z and the fall of 2023 for the Aria. So really quickly, what about Jimmy Butler? I mean, what a dog. I mean, this dude is so fierce. So fierce. Why is he your favorite guy to watch?
0: Listen here, man. Jimmy Butler is my favorite player to watch because, number one, his story is incredible, right? I mean, incredible story where he come from. Uh, grew outside grew up outside of Houston where I live so I know all about his story. but two just to Jimmy Butler is not the most athletic player. this guy is not the fastest player, but he's a guy that you look at and, and, and look at where he came from in the beginning of his career and where he is today how he worked his ass off to put himself in that position. I mean he's relentless he's a dog whether it's on offense or defense, he don't back down from anybody. He takes on all challenges and the guy just wins. Wherever he goes, he instills a toughness in with within that that team. Minnesota, he did the same thing. He comes to Miami, they they have a certain culture in Miami, but damn, Jimmy Butler adds to that and to see what he's doing right now with those guys, I love watching him play, man, cuz he it's, it's winning basketball when you watch Jimmy Butler.
1: Tracy, isn't it like, isn't it true, isn't it a matter of course or fact that not everybody wants to deal with that? Like he's he's not demanding anything of you that he's not demanding of himself, but not everybody has that dog right in them. Not
0: every not everybody has that dog, and you know it's it's one thing to be you know voicing your opinion or, or demanding some shit and you ain't getting it done. Jimmy Butler demands it and he get he gets it done. Like he, he, he talks about it and he be about it. And that's what I love about him. He gets it done, man. He, he just comes to work every day and does his job. And, he, and, and and with that brings along his whole team to follow with him.
1: It's, it's all about ownership, man. And accountability. I love that description. Tracy, before you go, can I get your thoughts really quickly on what it was like to play with Yao Ming, like you want to talk about a professional, what was he like as a guy and as a teammate, and what was the experience like for you to play with him?
0: <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, Yao has a sense of humor. Uh, Yao was was really a, a funny guy, um, cracking jokes all the time. Um, and if you can imagine, he eats a lot. <laughs> being <laughs> seven five, you know, being his teammate you know, for six years, I think every day I looked at him, just shook my head and couldn't believe how big this man is. Um, But the work ethic, you know, just a true professional, put in a lot of work every single day, um, highly skilled on the basketball court, but more importantly, I mean, just a great individual. And, um, you know, I, I think when you have the weight of a freaking whole continent or country on your, on your shoulders and, you're able to handle that because the pressures that he had of being a citizen of, you know, of, of China, the, to, to be able to handle that in a professional fashion that he did, I mean, I have the utmost respect for him. And, you know, it was just an honor to be his teammates for six years. And, you know, I, I can remember... Um, you know, us playing a regular season game in Milwaukee, and I think Milwaukee had drafted the kid out of China, uh, Yi Jiliang, Jiliang, uh, I think that's his name. I and mean, I've heard, you know, uh, apology is if I pronounced it wrong, but it was a regular season game where Milwaukee drafted this kid, and I can remember they gave us the numbers after that game. Like it was that people viewed that game was more than a Super Bowl. Um, that watched that game, like over 250 million people. And we're talking a regular season game. So that just lets you know the impact he had on the NBA and and the weight that he had on his shoulders of, you know, people watching from China. So that was, it was a great run. Uh, being his teammate, and I enjoy every single second. God, isn't
1: that amazing, right, that he could carry that kind of burden, but with such dignity and class yeah. and a sense of humor? It's just, and I don't think anybody around, nobody here understood exactly how many eyes were on him, and that was a tribute to him. So, Tracy, really quickly, circle back for the OBL. Is there going to be, for instance, a women's version of the league?
0: Yes, sir. We we're creating creating a women's uh, version next season, and that's, that's crazy you asked me that, because I we were in atlanta this weekend and i was getting asked that the whole weekend are y'all creating a women's league yes ma'am yes we are we're doing it next year so we're we're definitely not leaving the women out
1: all right good to hear so listen if anybody's listening right now and they want to participate or they want to watch where do they go is there a hub is there an information center where should they go to get more information about the obl your new mission
0: Yes, yeah, so they can go get all the information on oblhoops.com. We also have a Twitter Twitter handler, and uh, we also have uh, Instagram page, OBL, as well.
1: Love it. Tracy McGrady, NBA Hall of Famer and the founder, the creator of the Ones Basketball League. Tracy, it's been long overdue. So good to get caught up with you. I really appreciate the conversation. You sound great, and that was an absolute blast, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank
0: you, Dan. Appreciate you, brother.
1: Raving some protein after a good workout. Do not make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper instead. Why Old Trapper? Because Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender and made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. Old Trapper is a family-owned business. They take their smoked beef extremely seriously. And you can taste it in every single bite. Like, who wants dried, tough beef in a bag? Nobody. It's like eating a shoe. Old Trapper, though, is the real deal, and it comes in four amazing flavors. Old Fashioned, Teriyaki, Peppered, and Hot and Spicy. So the next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime, anywhere... Grab some Old Trapper beef jerky. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. That way you can see the quality that you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you do not see it clones, be sure to ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? My thanks to Mac for showing up huge for the original side hustle. Always good to get a Hall of Famer on the pod, but even better when that Hall of Famer shows up the way he just did. As I said in the open, we're talking about a walking bucket. Part of me thinks he might be able to walk out there right now and drop 20 on somebody. Great, great chance to get caught up with, stretch out, and chop it up with T-Mac. And if you're looking for more extended, unfiltered, premium, and most importantly, free conversations, then you're looking in the right spot because we have well over 200 of them banked and a new one dropping every single week, like EB222, which will land anywhere you look for it next week. And if you take just a second and you subscribe, you won't even have to look, it will find you instead. So do me that favor, consider subscribing. And while you do, I'm going to leave you with a little gift, the gift of your voicemails.
2: First new message.
1: This is Kenneth Stockton. Thanks a lot, Cam Smack. I just got a summons for jury duty.
2: Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim, Rob from Reno. This one goes out to Bella
3: and anybody else that might be on the fence for their reasons. Imagine no Matt in LA. It isn't hard to do. No need for a or outros, and no Jeff in Richmond too. Imagine all the clones listen.
2: Message deleted. Next message.
3: Van Smack. Hey, is there any word on if uh, Fox will uh, shrink Tom Brady's microphone so he performs better?
2: Message deleted. Next message.
3: Hey, Big Head, get that head out of your ass. Nice picks. Ninth place, twelfth place on the Derby. Got both basketball games wrong yesterday. I picked my own a few of these games and have done way better than you, jackass. I guess the UFC is going to lose, too. <laughs>
2: message deleted. Next message.
3: What's up, man? Smack, it's Max Brady. So here's the deal with the dog washes. It makes more sense in a cold climate because when it's winter and your dog starts smelling funky, you don't want to go outside and catch hypothermia, plus have your dog get hypothermia for to give them a bath outside in the snow. So you take them to the dog wash, and then you get used to it, you get in the habit of it, and then you just keep coming back as a customer. My friend has one at her pet store, so I know how it works. And I guess maybe Flight Deck didn't want to give up the secret to you. Anyways, hope Jano had a happy Mother's Day.
2: Message saved. Next message.
3: Romy, Justin in Melbourne. Listen, I'm going to give you a pass
2: for the next couple of months.
3: I'm not going to go with the Homer Jim commentary. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your pops. After all, you had season tickets. So go ahead. Go into the closet, grab that Dave Hutchinson jersey, and root on your kings.
2: Message saved. You have no more messages.